This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A Dadsnet original podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. Hello and welcome. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. Hope you're doing okay. We're answering some big questions of the week from Dadsnet members in a bit. We're looking inside the news. I wonder what the big story of the last few days has been. And we're also going to be playing Parenting Would You Rather. But first of all, let me introduce the panel to you today. Now, um, there's only three of us on this week's show. Brad is off scuba diving. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, this is a hilarious joke, Jim, about Brad <laughs> scuba diving rather than doing the show. No, he actually genuinely is, isn't he? He's it's scuba he is, training. Yeah, is yeah. he practicing for his... He's got a big special holiday coming up and he's practicing scuba diving or something? <laughs> yeah. So he's it. in a local community centre swimming pool somewhere. Uh, with a big... I think he has to re-get his licence or something. I don't know. He, don't he know doesn't have to jump into a swimming pool in his pyjamas and pick up a brick, does he? <laughs> Maybe. That's that's. Ho- only... Hopefully hopefully next week we can get a uh, get a report back. We'll get a blow-by-blow account. But because uh, Brad is scuba diving, I thought I would introduce the panel as the water-based animals that they would be. Um, so going for Brad, he'd be the Loch Ness Monster because we only see him every so often. He hasn't been on for a couple of weeks, <laughs> has he? Hey. Um, we know that Sparky likes to play flight simulators, so he'd be a uh, pilot fish. Nice. 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 Yeah. Jack is a chroma crab, right? Hey. Am I right? Yeah, very nice. Thank you. That's his basketball team. Yeah. And you know what? I also looked. There's a jackfish and there's a guitar fish as well. There were so many I could wow. use for you. Wow. But uh, no, I appreciate the Chroma Crabs reference. Yeah. Oh, crap. And uh, if you live in the north, if you live in the North Nor- Norfolk area, and uh, fancy giving basketball a go, look up the Chroma <laughs> We're looking Crabs. Looking for players. <laughs> and I would be a battered cod covered in gravy because I live in Yorkshire. There you go. Right. <laughs> nice. Let's play a game. Ladies and gentlemen, it's game time. Did you know that was that was my voice on that bit of production? No, I didn't know that. Did you not? Oh. No. Next next time you actually hear it, you can. Uh... Yeah. Well, when <laughs> when you listen it, back to this, never going to happen, is it? I've, I've, I've got to sit through it once. I'm not going to sit through it <laughs> twice. <laughs> Again, that that's the advert for the podcast. That should be the advert. So good, you'll only sit through it's it once. Ish. 
So what we do at this point of the show is we play a game and it could be an old game, a new game, something we've stolen from another podcast, something another podcast has stolen from us. Uh, this week it's Parenting Would You Rather. It makes a return to the podcast. And um, so it's, it's basically the, the old game, Would You Rather, but with a parenting twist like an adult sort of, you know, kind of thing. Uh, so what I'd go for here is uh, the question is have would you rather have head lice for a week or threadworm for a day Ooh, oh, can you explain yeah, what in detail threadworm? what threadworm is when you when your child gets an itchy bum uh, because the little worms inside their tummies go down to their I'm going to say the word anus anus and lay a little egg and it goes oh and they... lay a little egg for me <laughs> yes go to work on a little egg and they, they they scratch their bum and then they get eggs under their nails and then they bite their nails and oh. then they just the constant oh. yeah exactly mm. okay um, so that's that's threadworm what was yeah. the other one you get that for a day okay so you get an itchy bum for a day uh the other okay. is head lice for a week so your choice I think. <laughs> I think Jax hasn't got a choice. I'll ah. take the headlines. <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't think this through when I came up with this question. The one member of this team is unlikely to be affected by headlines. Yeah, I'll just brush them off. Oh. Yeah, they're, they're ice skating. They're, they're doing like Winter Wonderland ice skating. On your Do you think there's someone in the Guinness World Records for the person with the shortest hair ever to get headlights? Like, we've got like a... I'm like a sure. 0.5 all over, but they still got in there or something. I don't know. Uh, I'd, I'd like to say uh, hello to Connor, who's watching live on YouTube, um, who pointed out also that I have no worries in this department. Okay, you get it in your beard yeah. then, Jack. Like, okay, that's horrendous. You get head lice in your beard. Yeah, beard lice. That's, uh, that's Beards are quite itchy anyway. In fact, that's what I'm finding. Do you not find your beards to be I've itchy? never found my beard itchy. Yeah, Everyone always says it, but change up your moisturizer, it. Jim. Maybe I mean, but you're you're probably so rugged you don't moisturize your face, right? Well, so yeah. masculine. Like if you're a man buying moisturizer in Yorkshire, you don't know <laughs> yes, I for at least three Who's weeks. this for? The wife? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know, yeah. I once went on a stag do, and um, all the all the rest of the party went through at the airport. We were flying up to Scotland. All the rest of them went through, no problems. My bag got stopped and searched and everyone had to wait and we were almost late for our flight because in my bag I had too many moisturizers. Oh. <laughs> Man who looks after himself, Jack. You've got, you've got to appreciate that. Yeah, suspicious, that, you know, officially, according to the air company. Um, obviously, if you want to have head lice for a week and threadworm for a day, then have a child in reception because that probably <laughs> is likely to... You, you've got a very high risk of getting both of those rather than would you rather. Um, right, next question. Would you rather put gloves on a toddler on the hour every hour every day or put sun cream on a squirming child every hour of every day? So it, it, it comes to the top of the hour, it comes to one o'clock and you're like, oh, I have to go and put gloves on a toddler or I have to go and put sun lotion on a squirming Question, child. Question, does, does it matter if they take the gloves off? Because, you know, you might be able to get the gloves on, but if they take them off in five seconds, it still counts as an application, right? Let's say they need to keep them on for five right, sun cream minutes. all the way then. because. <laughs> All <laughs> right, that's a, that's a game changer. No what sun cream are we talking? About? For more we... Thirty seconds. Um, in fact, yeah, that's you just remind me that's coming around again, isn't it? <laughs> no, he's at that age where they don't, isn't he? 
But it also, when they can't put them on themselves, and then you try and put them on, but they're like two fingers go into one finger hole, and you just oh, that was. I used to think that they used to they would be able to get terrorists to talk <laughs> by uh, by just making them put gloves on a toddler because <laughs> I'd much rather give away all of my secrets than ever do that again and i'm so glad i never have to do it again yeah i mean it is very stressful i i've, I've found a hack for getting suntan cream on jackson though uh dad advice here coming in um i put it on me i go oh well you oh daddy needs to put some suntan cream on will you help me put it on and i put some on my arm and then he gets so engrossed and rubbing it in my arm and it's like oh your turn and he puts it on himself and it's like that that worked. Mm. That worked this summer. Oh, so. nice. You see, I I hate sun cream. I hate the feel of it. I hate it just having it all yeah. on my hands. Like it's just the sticky. You've got, you, you've got to go for um, a spray one. That the thick cream stuff, which seems that you just even if you're rubbing it in for eternity, it never goes into the skin. Mm. Have you had any of that twenty four hour stuff? No. No, there's no 24. It can't work for 24 hours. Yeah, or or it might be like 12 hour. I don't know. But like we we used to put it on the kids for the nursery. Um, it's like 20 quid a bottle. It's expensive. It better work for um, that price. But you know, do, doing all right through the podcast, don't I? So, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. This is where the big yeah. bucks are. You bought that out of laziness. <laughs> Jeff Bezos looking <laughs> on. You only have to put it on him once in a day. So like sod it. We'll just pay 20 quid for this stuff. It's the answer. Well, yeah, exactly. But um, but that stuff was so like oily and horrible. Didn't like that. So I will follow Connor's advice and get mittens, uh, and yeah. then Good just point. put them on. Okay. Yeah. The problem with sun cream is when you get to like the neck. I always find my kids anyway. My kids are like always squirming. Like, oh, it's too funny. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's not what I want when we're already five minutes late for yeah. school. <laughs> and then if they've got a white t-shirt on, not, not here. To it suddenly gets me. that sort of like yellow, like mankiness caused by the suntan yeah. cream around it, which no. never comes off, not even the washing machine. So it's like it's properly irritating. Apparently, I think that's aluminium. Is it? What? Yeah. So but this if- might this might have been one of those you know Facebook things that you see in. It's not. It's definitely is in deodorant. You know when that, like, you wear a white t-shirt and that goes yellow oh, under yeah. the arms. Mm. Yeah, apparently that's aluminium, which they put in to stop you. Sweating. So I'm clogging my pores with right with metal, mm. basically. Metal, great. Yeah. Would does that make your armpits magnetic? Hmm. That's something I've not tried. Because that'd be dangerous if you worked at like a scrapyard. Yeah. Uh, mm. And they've got one of those huge magnets to pick up the cars and and put them into the scrappy machine, which I think yeah. is the technical term, uh, because it could do that. It could pick up the car and then you could find yourself going, oh, no, and then being attached to the car and the magnet mm. by your armpit and being crushed. Yeah, you don't need that. Yeah. Or any, any of those uh, tourist shops in any given country. The, the first three rows in. of the shop are filled with magnets. Yeah. And you you walk in and you're like, Venice! <laughs> oh, God, yeah. yeah. That. That's yeah. terrible. But a good yeah. way to entertain your kids, you know, rather than being, you know, one of the, the um, people who are at the restaurant with the, just shoving the iPad in front of their eyes, you just go along with your magnetic arms and get some of those alphabet letters you put on the fridge and the kids can yeah. make words. So Nice. Yeah, perfect. Keep them entertained. 
let's have one more. Would you rather have everyone you know be able to read your thoughts or everyone you know be able to read your internet history? <laughs> oh. 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 I mean, I... Oh, that's one, isn't it? I feel, I feel like I've got no poker face at all, so people can read my thoughts. Um, but yeah, have, like these days, I'm so boring. Have a look at my internet history. I mean, I, there's, there's, yeah, I think I think I'm pretty vanilla yeah, with it. You mean you'd see some weird Googles of you'd probably see how paranoid I am inside, like of, of, of stupid things, <laughs> um, or actually how dumb I am. Often, uh, I just Google how to spell things before I tweet. That's uh, another one that would a secret would, would be exposed if you saw my internet history. Um, well, Sparky, you've um, you've taken this in a really innocent naive direction yeah oh man yeah (laughs) and if you're worried about what like where you were like yeah people can see my internet history you know i'm quite boring i just google how words are spelt and and when jack that's all you do okay right when jack was talking about vanilla jack was talking about googling missionary position Missionary Paul. <laughs> how to spell hentai. Is that how it works? I don't know. I don't know how it works. That's what I meant, guys. No, um, yeah. I don't think there's anything too weird. I reckon everyone else's is more weird than mine. And that's how I, that's how I convince myself to do weird searches sometimes when I'm looking at that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, that's all right. I bet people are looking at worse. Right, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so. Oh, God, God, I miss Brad. <laughs> Well, Brad definitely is. I mean, that makes that exactly a fine yeah. excuse. Yeah. God, by the look of uh, shock and scaredness on uh, Jack's face, I'm glad we can't read his thoughts at the moment. <laughs> yeah, no, it, I think I'll keep my thoughts private. Yeah, which are mainly clear cash, clear cash, clear cash. <laughs> this is Loose Dads from Dad's Net. On the way, we're going to be talking about what's going on in the news and how it affects parents. I'm sure you could probably guess what we might be talking about. That's coming up in a little bit on Loose Dads. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. How you doing? I'm Jim. There's Sparky and Jack here. Brad's not here again. He genuinely is scuba diving rather than doing the podcast. <laughs> do you think he's gone full, um, like, full wetsuit? Like, do you think he's in the full kit? Yeah, Brad wouldn't do anything by halves, would he? Uh, no, I I think as a rugged South African man, he's in budgie oh, smugglers. Yeah. And just a, and just a snorkel, he just takes a deep breath in and then just like you know, what's it called when they just go under yeah, the water yeah. for ages, picking shells and stuff? Like, is he one of those like free diver? Like, that's that's, that's Brad. <laughs> it's not real diving if it's not free diving. 
Yeah, exactly. If you've got if you've got air coming in from a tank, you really are Pussies. cheating. Like, come on. <laughs> if I was going to do it, I'd be wearing one of those massive, gigantic outfits with the big <laughs> dome heads, and you know, with yeah, metal yeah. metal in your shoes. You're attached by basically a straw. <laughs> There's a hose or a straw or something going up to the top. You know, old school style, like that bloke who used to run the marathon in. Yeah, um, back when you were in your forties. Yeah, back back then. Yeah, 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 Should we look inside the news? Let's see what's going on, right? Okay, in the news in the last week. I mean, there's there's been one story really dominating everything. Obviously, it is the death of of Queen Elizabeth, and there has been a lot of. Uh, you know, coverage of that kind of all over the place and you can't really miss it. So it's had kind of strange effects that you didn't really expect. Like my kid's football was cancelled on Saturday, um, which Mm. seemed strange. There's a lot of people going, we are doing this out of respect. And you're thinking, I don't know. She probably, she quite likes sport, didn't she? I don't think she'd want kids to not play football on a Saturday, but Apparently so. Um, British Cycling have said uh, today they don't think people should go cycling during the funeral. And then people went, "Mm, probably still a free country. We could do what we want. And they've taken that back. Um, There's no comedy on the BBC for a fortnight. So if you were like me, no. And they're not even uploading any new stuff to iPlayer. So if you were looking for the final of Canada's Drag Race, then unfortunately you're going to have to wait a couple of weeks and hope that there's no spoilers from overseas. Um, In Norwich, they closed bike racks out of respect um, Mm. and put a sign on it saying, if you leave your bike here, it may be removed, which to be honest, seems more disrespectful (laughs) that they're going to have extra teams on looking for bikes in bike racks that they've closed. But there we go. And uh, and Centre Parks have probably scored quite a big own goal, even though they thought, I think they were scoring quite a kind of, they were hitting the mark. Um, when they said that they were going to close on Monday for the Queen's funeral and they were going to turf out people who were there on the Sunday night and say you can't come back till Tuesday. So there's people in the middle of holidays. They just have to go and find somewhere else to stay. So Centre Park was going, we're closing completely, but hopefully other hotels are open so you can go and stay there. Hold on, Jim, you're not being completely fair with that because they are giving 30% of customers money back for a night. So... I mean, it's ridiculous, man. That is yeah. ridiculous. And 30% of a stay at Centre Parks is obviously, is the, whatever the euro <laughs> Yeah, a quarter of your mortgage at least. Like, exactly. <laughs> no activities, though, Jim. That's not activities included, pal. No, exactly. Um, so there's been all this stuff. It, it's been everywhere. It's been in all the newspapers, been on all the radio, been on, on the kind of TV and stuff. So th- there will have been a time when maybe your kids will have come across this and it might even be their first experience of death and mourning. It might not be. But so, I mean, have either of you had to have like conversations with your kids about death or have you had to do it in the past at all? Anyone? Is there a, a good way of doing it, a good way of broaching the subject, an age-appropriate way? In, in the past, I have, yes. Um, I... I think it would be fair to say my children were not overly aware of the Queen. Uh, and I hope that doesn't 
get us cancelled. Um, <laughs> my children were not um, massive royalists. So th this hasn't particularly affected them. You know, they're three and four. Um, but in the past, the way I've... Um, what we've said to them, you know, based on things that we've seen in, in kids' books is that if someone dies, it's okay to feel sad um, and it's okay to miss them. And when you miss them, you um, you think about the good times you've had with them and you remember the good times. And that's, you know, that, and then you feel happy again. Or you can still feel sad, but that's the way to deal with it is you remember the good times. We, um, there was a death in the in the area um and i didn't i didn't know him overly well um but we we went to his funeral and um afterwards jake said oh where were you and i said we were at this funeral and he said can you tell me about he said oh yeah, very sad can you tell me about the good times you had together and i was like oh, oh no <laughs> well i didn't uh. so what i did was i started reciting his eulogy ah. bits that i remembered from his eulogy um that i had no clue about until i went to the funeral <laughs> you see you've dug yourself a hole there mate i know i'm like oh yeah he was a good at chess <laughs> really good at chess was old old phil and uh, and and but like jake was not satisfied with one thing right. it was like oh can you tell me another memory you've got another good time you had because this is the thing oh. i i thought you'd nailed it i thought what a great way of putting yeah. it that's brilliant but mm. yeah yeah unfortunately when you go to a funeral of someone you don't know that well mm. Mind you, it's, like, always... it's someone i should i probably should have known better right so okay. the, uh, my granddad's uh funeral years and years ago this is way before kids there was a bit in the eulogy where it said and and he would he loved to travel but he would never go to ireland and then he moved on and i was a bit like <laughs> what I, I, that was something that i didn't know now his surname was o'reilly so i i, I didn't know whether he had intended to go to Ireland, but he'd never got to go there because he died before he had the chance or whether he refused to go to <laughs> Ireland. And that we'll but never know. I didn't want to bother, didn't want to bother my grandma with it at the time. No, no, uh, no. It wasn't really the time and place. And I asked my mum and she was like, I don't know, <laughs> no idea. I've never, oh. don't know his thoughts on Ireland. Leave an enigma. So to this day, to this day, I don't know whether he was just really anti-Irish or he'd really pro-Irish but never managed to visit. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a great enigma to be left at the, uh, at, at, with, well, in your granddad's memory. So, I mean, something you didn't know about him, Jim, maybe. Um, I went a lot easier route than you, Jack, like when it came to... So on uh, Thursday, when it was all like the rolling news of the Queen... Um, yeah. uh, Jackson, one of his new favourite sentences, Daddy, what you doing? Because I, I had it, obviously, there's no way we're not having um, blooming Peppa Pig or whatever nonsense is on the telly off the screen. Whilst, so I was watching yeah. on my iPhone or the like the up-to-date stuff on the, the Queen. And I said, oh, it's the, it's the Queen, son. She's poorly. She's poorly. Um, and then 
then that really was that cool. was just basically I didn't I didn't use like she's died or anything like when that got announced it was right by his bedtime so we just moved on with that and then the next day um, yeah. on the Saturday the king was there and I was like oh well the queen's gone away now Jackson and the king's in charge and that's where I've left it. And then, then he keeps seeing pictures yeah, of the okay. queen around because they're everywhere at the moment. He's like, oh, it's the queen. Oh, it's the queen. She's gone away. She's gone away. And so, like, uh, yeah. Okay. So, so, so your answer to how do you talk to your children about death is... Don't. Don't. Like, he, he's two and a half. He's just, like, he's just getting his head around the potty. I don't need to confuse him with that at the moment. But, I mean, I did read a very interesting article written by a certain broadcaster of this podcast about how to talk to your children about death. Available on the Dad's Net website. Did and I thought that was, uh, that was actually really good, Jim. And why don't you express some of those ideas with us right now? <laughs> Well, unfortunately, the first point that I made in that article was use the correct terms and don't use euphemisms like gone away or passed away. Yeah, I hadn't read it at that point, but, but I, yeah, I just, I went, I'm... And also, yeah, I think the age of Jackson, I think is, is difficult. This is kind of, I think, for older kids who were sort of asking questions about mm. death, I guess. And uh, yeah, so that's one of the ideas is, yeah, you just, you... You say death and you use that word and it's it's tough if you especially if you're talking about a relative or something for for adults it's tough to use that word sometimes but it it can be confusing for kids otherwise you know even kids you know who are a little bit older and you think they could handle it if you say someone's passed away or we've lost someone it can be a bit confusing mm. they often don't understand and you've kind of got to be there and just keep reminding them quite often you know they'll say Oh, is is he coming back? Uh, and and you be well, no, he's, he's he's dead. You know that he's not coming back. Which we had with our dog when our dog got put down. Oh, yeah. um, I I went to go and take him, and my daughter was really upset. She understood. She got it because she was what like seven at the time. My son was four, and he was just a bit too young. And so I came back, and he was like, and we we'd gone. I'm going to take him away. He won't come back. You know they're going to put him sleep they're gonna i didn't i didn't say kill him <laughs> like, because i know it's, that's a difficult one isn't it because to put something down as well is is ambiguous for children uh but yeah basically we told him he was going to be dead but still i came back and he went well where's alfie then i was like mm. no he's he's not alive anymore it, um it, I, you know, we have i'm sorry i'm i'm really surprised that uh, we didn't we didn't have any more than just sort of like you know oh the queen's died from our kids because uh, when we went camping this summer we had to have a, a full funeral for a worm oh wow. <laughs> really that was already dead when they found it okay and they were playing with this dead worm this like crispy dead worm and like oh should we should, should we just throw it in the bush no we can't I'm like I think it's dead. Oh, oh God! What you, it's dead. What did you say oh, in the obituary uh, about the uh, the worm jack? What did you learn about? Uh, um, the, what were your favourite memories that you discussed in that obituary? What happy times! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember when we were playing. No, we did. We did. We had to go through the happy times. Do you remember when you found him and then you were playing with him in the camper like? It is. It is a really terrifying time, subject, though. Death with a child, and I like. I just. It, I'll never forget before even Jackson was born, uh, we were at, we were in town at this event where kids could go to. And I just remember, you know, how kids just randomly ask questions at times. And it was like, 
it was like a, a kid, maybe seven, I don't know, just came over to his mum who was sitting at the table, just get, got some lunch. And he goes, mummy, what's the saddest thing in the world? And she just went, death. And it was in the kids, like I can still see the, hello darkness, my old friend, look in the kids' eyes, like what the hell? And it's like, you see, it's, there's, being honest is important, but this kid was not ready for that answer at a play day thing that we we're at, you know? Mm. So. It's a very yes. dangerous subject. So going away, I mean, at two and a half is enough for Jackson. He can, you know, when he needs to properly understand. Well, that's what we got cats for, right? It, it is strange. They can, well, it, the cats, I genuinely think animals are a great way of getting them used to it. And and maybe, you know, for some people, this, this news story has been a way to introduce their kids to death in a kind of way that doesn't impact them directly. Um, so you know, you take these opportunities, but yeah, like I mean, you, your pets will die, won't they? And so we tried it, we tried it with pets. We got sea monkeys; they're still going. <laughs> they live forever, oh, mate. Really, clinging on. I've got like three sea monkeys that are just getting bigger and bigger <laughs> and bigger. <laughs> I forgot about those. You just get them in a little sachet, don't you, and just pour them into the water. I remember. Yeah, I was obsessed with them as a kid. Well, yeah, I mean. Then if I talk about what, wanting someone to die, that's that's different, isn't it? That's a very different story. Hey, <laughs> that's not one we should be teaching our kids. No, Jack's no, no, kids no. are the craze of Norfolk, though. So I mean, surely they'll be coming home soon. Like, Dad, I want to explain how we're going to see this person off, and we're going to see him away. <laughs> yeah, I need someone to be gone away. <laughs> they drunk my chocolate milkshake, and I haven't got any happy memories with them. I need to sort it, Dad. How am I going to sort it? <laughs> Uh, Sparky, do you have a yeah, new story? Yeah, it is. And because I feel like we're being completely, um, like I say, you know, all of these news stories coming out about the Queen with this news being everywhere. So my news story is Queen related, but I thought we could all relate to it in some way as well. Because did you know that Her Majesty the Queen once was the owner of a 24 karat gold Nintendo Wii and she was absolutely <laughs> obsessed with Wii bowling. Like, let's normalise the monarchy. Like, how amazing is that? Hmm. Like, we, and I was into Wii bowling. Yeah. I mean, any, anyone has seen the documentary film King Ralph knows that you can do bowling in Buckingham Palace without having to have a computer game you can use priceless vases but once again i remember now i've brought that mess that reference up and neither of you have seen king no, ralph have no, you? no 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 but i have seen this news story excellent film i do, I, I do remember the wii though so I, I, well like yeah my nan got into the wii and you know i, you know, I and, and she liked she was into a bit of wii tennis but the queen yeah apparently uh the now Prince of Wales, Prince. <laughs> that's that's just that's just tennis for old people, isn't it? Yeah, no, none borrowed my Wii and they put it in like the the sort of coffee morning room. It's not Wii, it's juice. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's I'm trying to do the news yeah. seriously about the Queen, nice, guys. But nice. yeah, 24 sorry, karat yeah. Nintendo Wii, by the way. Um, yeah, she got it when um, Prince William got one for Christmas, and uh, they I just imagine them all yeah. like playing it. Family gifts, family um, gifts, was well, it? Not the 24 carat gold <laughs> everyone, one. Someone gifted it with. Everyone gets a, everyone gets a 24 carat gold. Did you see they were giving away uh, energy bills on this morning? Anyway. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. It, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Let's, not, let's not get political. I see that, but I mean, that's just, yeah. That, according to one uh, newscaster, that's irrelevant now. Though. So, um, 
There we go. Um, he has apologised though for that, and he's apologised for making what sounded like a, a comment that said that people's financial suffering wasn't relevant. Anyway, Jack, do you have any news? Uh, yes, I do. Police seize thousands of donkey penises in smuggling operation bust. Mm. Okay. All right, thousands mm. of donkey penises. Thousands what? of so donkey pres- penises. Yeah, you said. So presumably they're using these for some purpose. Yeah. What is the purpose? Well, uh, it's not very clear from this story. Right, okay. Um, What is clear is that they seized them because um, at customs they had declared that these were cow penises. Oh, okay. And so, But they weren't. They were donkey right. penises. And so that's the problem. Not yes. the fact that someone was bringing penises through customs. No. It was the, the wrong animal. And how the did the customs animal. people know that the alleged cow penises were actually donkey penises? Smaller. Okay. See, no, this is why... Uh, this <laughs> and, uh, also, they're not going to be cow penises, are they? That's well, not possible. Bull penises. It, yeah. I, I, I did say... Did I say I don't know. How, Jack, Jack, how do you, this is why we can't search your internet history going back to the early question, because how do you find a news story like this? Like, this isn't on the Metro, is it? This is not popped up on Metro. Bo- bovine penises. Right. How do you think they make Bovril? Oh, don't. Anyway. Oh. Anyway, they were being smuggled out of Nigeria. Now, did you know, another little fact for you here, donkeys are almost extinct in Nigeria. What? No. No. Is it because people keep cutting off because their penises? Because people keep cutting off their penises and their skin. Okay. Right. Their skin uh, gets exported to China, where they use it in medicines, um, and they can't use their own donkeys because <laughs> they killed them all. Wow. Okay. For their skin. For their, right, yeah. for their skin and their like- penises. <laughs> I don't know where the penises come I, into I, it. I, had a, a, I know it's not time for the dad joke off yet, but I had a, a, a gag building in my head. But I don't know. Now you've gone and taken it a bit serious because of all this animal genocide. The the donkey penises were no. Gag, really. What I was going to say is, you know, they were. You said they were circumcised, were you? <laughs> oh, oh, I like it. I like it. God. <laughs> so, come so on. let's hey, come on, rebuild this situation. <laughs> Can we we'll go back to this situation? Okay, so yes. are they caught on the way out of Nigeria or the way into another country? On the way out of Nigeria to China. Okay, so out of Nigeria, they're looking at the paperwork. It says a thousand cow penises. <laughs> they're going well. That's I mean it means bull, obviously <laughs> ridiculous. Um, all right, brilliant. Well, let's have a look just to make sure. Then they see them and they go, wait a sec, I've seen these before. I've seen these before. These are a donkey. They go, if there's one thing I know in this world, it's the difference between a cow penis and a donkey penis. (laughs) It's just, I mean, 
They were going to go on the Nigerian version of Mastermind with that subject. Guys, really. one of my favourite programmes on UK Gold is like Border Force, but like Nigerian Border Force sounds like a good spin-off series. Normally they're getting like cocaine or, you know, loads of illegally smuggled cigarettes. Tonight's episode, 100 donkey dicks seized at customs like that. There's your tease. I mean, come on. And you Dong know how the- keys. Oh, Dong good. keys. Do you know how they normally smuggle uh, donkey penises out of Nigeria? Donkey vaginas? No, under lots of pots of moisturizer. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that is what they are being made into. (laughs) Potentially so. Maybe maybe those moisturizers I was taking to Scotland (laughs) were full. So at this point, we'd normally go to. We'd normally go to Brad for his story, but I'll be honest, I think the Brad topics that has been covered, yeah. I think that was the Brad story yeah. without Brad he did, having He didn't even it. send that to me. Jack, you are the honorary to Brad tonight somehow. Uh, like you really are stepping in, you're stepping up to that role. <laughs> Cheers. Um, on uh, the way. Thank you. We're going to be, <laughs> I mean, it's the... Hmm. They're all no one wanted. (laughs) On the way, uh, we're going to be talking about the big dad joke off. We're going to do a little joke off, a couple of dad jokes for you, and then we're going to answer some big questions as well from Dad's Net members. It's all coming up on Loose Dads from Dad's Net. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Loose Dads from Dads. Now, I'm Jim. I've got Jack and I've got Sparky. Uh, you can join us on Patreon and tell us exactly how much you like us by helping support the show and paying for one of the different tiers where you get loads of great bonuses. You get like video chats with the Loose Dads. You get bonus content. You will get uh, all sorts of other stuff as well that uh, will make it worthwhile adding a little bit of cash to your listening pleasure every week mm. and uh, and you'll keep supporting the show and mean that we can actually keep doing it which would be nice wouldn't it i mean quality um, you just get more just... quality donkey cock sort of uh, content <laughs> you know if, they, if you that raise the smile that's you know sign up get involved well let's let's use this opportunity to shout out executive producer connor oh yeah um, Hi, who, connor. Is, who is listening live of course never misses an episode unless football's on <laughs> um who, as one of his perks, uh, will be receiving a Loose Dads t-shirt hey. very soon. Hey, do we get Loose Dad t-shirts as well? Or is it just for people who've paid? No, just for people who've paid. There you go, Connor. Oh, okay. Super exclusive. So exclusive. The hosts don't got them. So exclusive, we're not allowed <laughs> one. Right, brilliant. Uh, right then, let's let's lighten the mood. Let's have some dad jokes. Um, quick fire. Let's go with Jack first. What word starts with an E and ends with an E, but only has one letter in it? I know the answer to this. It's envelope. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. Thank you. Okay, Sparky. you ready for this one, guys? What did Yoda 
say when he saw himself in 4K? I don't know. What did Yoda say when he saw himself in 4K? HDMI. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and what do a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? They're no. both Paris sites. Hey. Nice. Nice. Can I do what? another one? Yeah, go for it. Why not? Is is butt cheeks one word, or should I spread them apart? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that how far it went when they had all those moisturisers? What the customs officer said. Yeah, you'd be surprised. The moisturisers really helped that stage. <laughs> oh. Okay, let's do the. No, big no, question. no, no. Whilst we're in this realm, whilst we're in this realm of toilet humour, guys, can you believe it? Right, I, I, I ate four cans of alphabeti spaghetti this week. Should have seen the size of my vowel movement. No. Come on. Come on. Oh, and if we're all doing two, how do you find Will Smith in the snow? You look for the fresh prints. Oh, uh, guys. I'd just like to say Connor's uh, left a comment saying, if this is what my hard work pays for, then I might cancel it. <laughs> no, fair play. Absolutely fair play. All right, let's do the big question of the week. Big question of the week. The big question of the week. So we have these forums, the Dad's Net, and uh, they're on Facebook, and people can go on them and they can rant and rave and they can ask questions and they can post memes, whatever you want to do. It's an open forum for people in a private group, if that makes sense. I think it does. Um, <laughs> openly private. It's openly private. So basically, once you're in there, you know, you can do what you want, but it's good because, um, yeah, you shoot, I mean, you're alive, can't see, basically. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Just always deliver it like that, Jim. You can have a yeah. rant about your other half, but she can't see it, as long as she's yeah. not in the room. There we go. And everyone uh, goes, yeah, mine does that too. Yeah. yeah exactly, yeah. Uh, that tends to be the, how most of it goes. But anyway, um, so we'll take some of the questions from there and keep them anonymous, obviously. And then um, we try and answer them on this show in, I mean, some kind of style. So this one, Dad Mind, how long do you wait at a pub or restaurant watching other customers who arrived after you be served before you walk out? It's a kind of family related, isn't it? Because if you're in a restaurant waiting with kids... And they've got bored of moving the alphabet around on your magnetic arm. That if you hadn't listened to the earlier bit of this show, that will make no sense. <laughs> um, and you know, how long do you sit there? How long? Or what do you do? Have you been in that situation? Because for me, I read that question and I thought, yes, I'm quite a laid-back person. But when that starts happening, I get that kind of horrible feeling in my gut, going, "Oh, this is I can't stand this. It's not good." Hmm. Yeah, I, no, I feel injustice is like really annoying, and so yeah. I, I, and again, I love a queue. I'm I'm quintessentially British, so I do find it frustrating if I feel like the queue is not being 
like worked out honored. in a fair yeah honored in yeah, a fair yeah, yeah. way and i in my mind i'm like well what's why are they more important what's going on here and and i and i'm not saying you should get any extra special treatment with a kid here only at airports should you not have to queue in the passport line right but in restaurants you shouldn't get extra special but i feel like i mean uh, waiters and waitresses you can tell the ones who who are familiar you know used to being around kids and ones that don't have a clue because they will just ignore you. And yeah, I, I find that frustrating. I'm like, come on, throw me a freaking bone here. I'm trying to keep a kid under control. Please come and serve me. Let's get this process over as quickly as possible for everybody. So I can leave and take a screaming toddler <laughs> out of your restaurant. I can eat and not be hangry anymore. And we all win. You get money. Like, surely, right? Yeah, I had a situation the other day. While I was in Norfolk, actually, I, was, I mm. went to a restaurant in Norwich and yes. um we ordered and the kids were really hungry like you know when they're just about to kick off they were tired and they were hungry and we'd been on the beach maybe that day or something and uh yeah they were just ready for food and there was one point where the uh, waitress who'd served us she was standing there sort of chatting with her mate and all of a sudden she just did this kind of like rabbit in the headlights look checked her pad and then ran over and uh obviously put the order in that was our order that we'd been waiting for for ages mm. that she hadn't actually put into the kitchen yet and uh, and she never admitted this but the fact that the the food then took another however long half an hour mm. while we tried to kind of entertain these very tired and hungry kids that suggested that that was the one that she'd forgotten mm. yeah unfortunately but um, didn't say anything because I'm British. So there you go. Okay, that's the other thing, though, isn't it? That battling that, I've got to say something, but I can't say something because... Oh. Well, because one, you're British, and two, you don't want them to spit in your food. And I don't, I don't know how common that is. I mean, it's like a trope, isn't it, when people talk about if you get kind of a bit shifty and that, then you get spit in your food. I don't know how likely it is, but I don't want to take that risk, to be honest. <laughs> Are you two complainers in in restaurants? Not really. Not really, because I I just I can't be bothered with the hassle. It's a bit annoying, isn't it, when you're eating with the family and one meal isn't that you know it's like cold or something. You don't want to send that yeah. back. Then everyone else is eating, and then you're waiting, and then eventually they all want to go, and you've only just started. Yeah. No, I I'm not much of a complainer, but Danny will uh, give them some passive aggressive hell. <clears throat> oh really yeah 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 as they're walking past well this is a cold dinner that i've got here isn't it <laughs> <laughs> i love how badass danny is to be fair where i witnessed danny's badassness at uh, legoland windsor when someone tried to jump in the queue and she was ready to gouge their eyes out with her bare hands and i was like i can respect that i like that yeah. that's that's magnificent no one you yeah. know they were breaking queue etiquette but um i don't know i try not to complain i try not to be fussy like I'd like, you know, I try and I think I'm reasonable. Like I, I've worked as a, as a waiter before, so I always try to think like, okay, how irritating was it always when people moaned at me? Yeah. Like so, I try and think like that. But then sometimes when I'm hangry, I'm like, sort it, and you can gob in it if you want because I'm so hungry, I'll eat it anyway. <laughs> like I don't well, care. Happily you know, eat your spit. <laughs> yeah. Like as long as I don't know it's there, it's not stringy. Like I'll just eat it. Like, we've all we've all been on dates like that. <laughs> i have a situation at the moment um not in a restaurant but we have 
some renovations going on, which I know is that's Brad's thing, isn't it? Yeah, to have renovations. Yeah. Don't be we're greedy. Having, we're having our, our loft converted. <laughs> or rather, we were having our loft converted until a week ago, which was the last time the builder actually came <laughs> to do any work. <laughs> and the thing is that he gave us a date and he stuck to the date when he was going to start. But he's obviously got loads of other jobs on because he keeps nipping away. He's averaging a day and a half's work a week. It's really slow going. Wow. Um, and I think the problem is, and I've kind of checked with other people, it's like, well, you you know, you're not being forceful enough. Yeah, you're being too nice now, Jim. Yeah. You've got to slam it down. Because he's obviously going to go to the person giving him the most grief. Yeah. But also by that token, I've only got half a roof and I've got my two kids sleeping in the same bed and I've got like kind of real open walkways at the moment where he's half finished some stuff. So what I don't want to do is when I do see him or ring him up or whatever and give him a piece of my mind and him go, see you later. No, mm, I'll not yeah. come back. Come yeah. and get my tools. See ya. It's so hard. like a deadline. <laughs> when it's at your own house as well it's like you've got nowhere to retreat to they're in your house and you want to have a go at someone yeah. and it's because I need you to fix my house it's like it's. I understand your position but yeah you need to threaten with uh, trustatrader.com or whatever yeah. they are you know like oh, I'm going to report you mate like, this is you com- pull your finger out this is completely unacceptable I won't take it anymore I'm really disappointed and cross with you would you like a cup of tea and how many sugars <laughs> would you like I'll come and bring it up okay nice Thank you. Please, can you finish this as soon as possible? Uh, right, another question. My girlfriend's mom always says her daughter is too pretty for me. My girlfriend doesn't say anything either while in the same room. She just laughs. First time I let it slide as a joke, but it happens frequently now. We are about to have a baby any day. Thoughts? Question mark. Oh, wow. Nightmare mother-in-laws. Gosh. What are we thinking? Uh, can you make like a joke about... I don't know where she gets it from or yeah she, does, she yeah. doesn't get it from you that's yeah, a great yeah, yeah. one or well you know so now you know how I feel because you're punching with your other half aren't you and you point out the your father-in-law big mm. him up he's only ever going to side with you if you're giving him a compliment because she sounds like quite a cow anyway so he's probably not getting any compliments of her oh, yeah. so, <laughs> uh, so I don't know go no, down I'd, that path I'd give it back like yeah if um, sounds like she's not fostering a great relationship with you so and and if your missus isn't sticking up for you then you go then you just sort of like you know just try and turn it into a joke like well you know she's the beauty part of the relationship and i'm obviously the brains so i mean the kids in safe hands like i know you just find ways of sort yeah. of getting yeah. supporting yeah. yourself yeah in there. she's gorgeous but she's thick as pig shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> but she's got you as her parents so struggle she either. comes with baggage yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that like, what are you supposed to say to that? Like, I don't know. It's one going, of those... Her face is pretty, but her body's a fool. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those situations, though, isn't it, where, like, where you'd seem the bad guy if you just went, oh, shut up. <laughs> oh, stop being such a bitch. Like, you'd seem bad. But they started it, and they were yeah. really rude at the start. <laughs> like, I, um... Like, it's, it's, it's not in the same vein, but... Um, my mother-in-law used to always, always, always tell me how tired I look. Right. Like always, you're, oh, oh, you look terrible. You look so tired. Oh, you're so, you look so tired. 
and I think it was coming from a place of like love, like mm. like concern, like oh, you getting enough sleep? You, oh, oh, yeah, you're you know, working hard, Jack. Yeah, you need to look after yourself. But I had a new baby, and I took it as you look like crap. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I actually don't want to hear that right now. So I uh, I did just have a word with with Danny and go, can you? Can you tell her to stop doing that? Can you tell her to stop picking on I don't want to offend her because I think it's coming from a place of love, but it's a bit of a bit of a confidence yeah. knock. Uh, that sort of just I think you can call them out on that. Like we're all adults. Like just sort of go like leave off, will you? You know, good job she's not as shallow as you or anything like that. Like, yeah, you know, like she, I don't know. But that yeah, because like, it, it's either an insult. In which, in which case, like insult back, or it's supposed to be like banter, but it's falling wrong. Yeah. In which so. case, banter back with an insult. <laughs> <laughs> insult your mother-in-law. That's what we're saying. Yeah, that's the great loose dad's advice. Well, well, I mean, this should be brilliant. <laughs> that's what we're known for. That's what we're known for. I'm not. Next. I'm not going to ask Jack this because I know the answer is no. But Sparky might be yes with you. Are you watching the new series of Married at First Sight UK? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, so the mother-in-law that I'm thinking of when I hear this is the mother-in-law of the woman, uh, the mum of the woman who married the bloke who's a stripper. Absolutely, like she is punching so much in every way that woman and that the mother-in-law, yeah, a, a knobhead. Like, we're, I'm angry at that. He's such a nice guy, or he seems like such a nice guy, and he's professionally making money. But yeah, absolutely. I hated the way she was towards him at the wedding and she made an insolent like judgment of him and oh, the wedding. It's you not guys. fair. Well, Jack, it was a wedding. It was a wedding, mate. <laughs> but don't, but don't even get me started, Jim. Cause if we want to go and do a sideline on this, let Whitney is the worst human being to ever walk the planet. <laughs> and like, get off my TV. Like I've, she makes me shout at my TV, but yeah, yeah. That sort of standard of rudeness. This May, sort of level. Maybe this should be the next bonus episode. Yeah, uh, I would happily happily talk Married I, at First Sight UK. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna sort that out. An episode talk just you two yes, talking about god awful. <laughs> Jack, Jack, if you watched it, you'd be triggered by Whitney. You would a hundred percent. Anyone listening to this podcast right now, put maths on for one episode. Look up Whitney. Maths. You'd be triggered by the way she behaves. Maths. That's how the cool kids say it. Did you did you hear like? The uh, is it the Australian married at first sight women are earning a load of money on OnlyFans now? Are they? Mm. No, I've not heard of this. Honestly, <laughs> quickly deletes Google history. Actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could catch me out after all. Could catch me out after all. Clever, clever. <laughs> uh, this is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. Maybe Brad will be back. Maybe he won't be back. Who knows? He could be going aquaplaning or. <laughs> skydiving or aquaplane is what you do in a car isn't it when you just <laughs> yes. that's not a sport well i suppose in a way it is a sport um yeah but anyway some of us will be back next week at least um thank you very much for listening make sure you uh, watch our live stream every tuesday night 8 30 but you can catch up uh, on spotify apple google podcasts as well and you can leave us a review do it on apple Podcasts because that really helps boost us so five stars and a lovely review that'd be nice and tell a friend about it as well so that they can experience it and that we can get loads more listeners and look really popular and impressive at dad's net towers uh thank you very much jack Thank you, guys. 
And thank you, Sparky. Thanks, gents. And we will see you next week. Loose Dads. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast. <laughs>